Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 34. Today, we will be discussing The Walking Dead, season 9, episodes 9 and 10, with the theme of friendship. And we are also going to talk about the Oscars. Yay. Before we dive in, we would like to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you're a returning listener, you might notice a different voice, and that is because I have Brooke sitting across from me as she is the new co-host of Screens in Focus podcast. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you, Diana. I am so happy to be here, and I am so excited to be a part of your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love TV, and I love movies, and that just seems like that's all I ever end up doing on my own time. So this is perfect for me. Yes, and thank you for saying, yes, Diana. Yes, Diana. (laughs) I also want to take a moment to thank Brittany for the 33 episodes we did together. We had so much fun, and we laughed, and we learned, and there is no way this podcast would exist without her. I have nothing but admiration, gratitude, and love for my friend Brittany, and I wish her the best always. With that said, let's get to our recaps of The Walking Dead. Season 9, Episode 9, Adaptation. So, Jesus is dead, and whispers whisper, you die now. Holy crap! Daryl Michonne and the others get the heck out of there and take Jesus's body with them. Meanwhile, Negan escapes Alexandria, but not before having a run-in with Judith. He travels to Sanctuary, realizing there is nothing there, and returns. At Hilltop, Luke and Alden team up and go out looking for Jesus and Michonne, and we find out that Rosita is pregnant! Elsewhere, Daryl Michonne and others run into walkers, and smart Daryl shoots one in the leg with his arrow to see if it's human. And it is. So they battle and are left with one whisper, Lydia, whom they take as hostage. In the woods, Luke and Alden come upon walkers, but they aren't acting like regular walkers. And one of them points a shotgun and says, the trail ends here. Talking walkers is not a good sign. Season 9, Episode 10, Omega. Well, we got to know Lydia from the Whisperers. Henry has befriended her and established relationship built on trust. Oh, Lydia has a dark past that she was able to revisit with the help from Daryl and Henry both, working together to get the answers that they need in order to help their groups. Luke and Alden are still missing. Kelly, Connie, Yumiko, and Magna snuck out of the hilltop to see if they can track them down in the middle of the night. What were they thinking? When Connie and Kelly returned to Hilltop, the whispers followed. Alpha marched up unmasked and dirty. She demanded, I am Alpha, and I only want one thing from you, my daughter. (laughs) So scary. It was. Okay, Brooke, let's talk about the theme of friendship. All right. Uh, I saw it with Negan and Judith, and I don't really want to like Negan, but I am loving this relationship between him and Judith. The Grimes kids seem to have an effect on him. Judith is not afraid of him, and I think Negan respects her. When he is trying to escape, he tells her he can't live in that cell with four walls and a bedpan, and 
He appeals to her sense of humanity. He says, you know me better than anyone in a long time. And he promises her, really promises her, he will not hurt anyone if they try and kill him. I want to believe him. I don't know. Do you believe him? You know, I also want to believe him. And actually, that episode and just watching their relationship uh, all come together because Prior to this episode, they were just friends behind the jail cell. Right. You know, and I just loved how she was so innocently hanging out with him in secrecy. And just, you know, it almost seemed like it was, you know, just a secret friendship that they had. So they do have something very special. And I do believe that he respects her. And she is, you know, her her father's legacy, her brother's legacy. Totally. You I know? so agree. And so yeah. she's all about life, and she has been in this world since birth. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Ooh, that the, gives me chills! Yeah! The only thing that she knows <laughs> is this crazy, crazy world, and she's so yeah. strong, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the um, encounter that they had on the road, you know, with... Yeah. So I really do think that he respected her enough to get off that motorcycle while he was actually knocked down. Yes. Get back up on his two feet. Yeah. Yeah. And then head back willingly with her because he realized something, right? There was nothing there for him. Yeah. And And just seeing her again brought back their friendship. And he realized, I'm going, I'm going back home. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I thought. Yeah. I think she gives him purpose. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think he needs that. I mean, don't, I mean, we all need that, right? right. Yes, absolutely. So I think he does. I just love their friendship, know. you know? But I then know. I, I, I don't want to like him. I know. <laughs> but he's so endearing with that damn smile. That's true. I love that he's always treated. Like, he treated Carl with respect. He treats her with respect. That's why I think he just has this thing with the Grimes kids. And that just is Rick's parenting of kids. Right. There's something that he has instilled in them. Yes. That is shining through. And they're both kind of leaders. And so... There was something that I did. I feel that it was such a a, a huge metaphor where um, in the previous season where Carl he died and there was those visions that was um, flashbacking into the episode mm-hmm. of uh, a little girl walking into the farm and there was a man who I did not know who it was. I would thought maybe that would have been Carl as an older child or, an, or a young man. Uh-huh. I thought maybe it was Rick. I wasn't sure what was happening because I did not expect Rick to be gone at this time. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Carl was going to die. Right. And so that vision that was, you know, happening, that was, and then he finally, at the end of the season, he turned around and it was Negan Mm -hmm. and it was Judith, you know, and he, they were friends. So that vision, do you remember when I... No. Yes. So I believe it was in season, yes, in season eight, um, there, you know, so you have to watch it, but definitely um, it was is so interesting how I believe that Carl set this all up somehow, yeah. set this friendship up somehow, some way. And it was just like you're saying, it's a yeah. purpose and it was just seriously meant to be. Mm-hmm. Something is something is <laughs> going to happen with this. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's, to it's see. actually my favorite relationship right now. I know. Well, I just love Judith. I just adore I do her. Too. She is such a sweet little actress. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited She's to see her. She's killing it. Yep powerful. (laughs) 
Okay, where else did you see Friendship? Oh, good. So I saw Friendship with Michonne and Daryl. Mm-hmm. And, and they were walking towards Hilltop with Jesus over the horseback, you know, after that whisper night, that yeah. foggy night. And they were mentioning to each other about what happened six years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was thanking him for, con- you know, continuing to look for him, which was probably Rick, because oh, yeah. they didn't think that he... They must have not have thought that he died because they never found his well, you remains. Want proof, right? Yes. You want proof. You yes. want even the in the apocalypse, you need to have proof, yes. right? Yeah. If you had to open up all the walkers <laughs> just to find, you know, the yeah. evidence, you will. And they, it appeared that they had something um, that with, they had gone through together. And with Daryl being his, you know, tracker self, you think he was probably killing him. Like, I got to find him. I got to yeah. find him. Yes, yes, because he, they were both looking. You know, at that moment when the explosion happened, they mm-hmm. just they kept looking, and they're like, "Where is he? This can't be true!" And the tears rolling down their faces. Oh no. gosh, that episode! Was I know just, it's my favorite. One oh, of, yeah, one of my favorites. So moving. Yeah, something happened. Um, you know, when she was getting dressed, there was a big scar on her back in mm-hmm. X, and I'm wondering, does Daryl have the matching scar? What happened? Where did? Why is she thanking him for being he does. there? He has it. Yes, he has okay. the scar. Henry saw it. Henry saw it. Okay. See how it is? Yeah. We just have to keep rewatching and <laughs> yeah. reliving yes. our friends. They both, have, they a both scar. have a scar. Yes. They've both been through something together. What is that? I don't know, but we're going to find out. I need to know this right now. <laughs> right now. So, I feel that their friendship has really grown over the past six years, and we just have to know what happened, and mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to seeing this unravel. Yeah. Um, I also saw friendship developing between Daryl and Henry, which to me stems from Carol and Daryl's friendship. I mean, Carol and Daryl have been together since the beginning. They get each other and they've been there for each other. Norman Reedus has said that Carol knows Daryl more than he knows himself. And Melissa McBride says that she loves how they have each other's backs. So Daryl doesn't hesitate to watch over Henry when Carol leaves him at Hilltop. And we see the relationship build throughout the episode. And what I like is that Daryl will call Henry out on his naive, stupid decisions. And Henry recognizes Daryl's empathy toward Lydia because of the abuse and tells Daryl, I am glad you and my mom are friends. I love that. I love Henry. I really do. I wanted to choke him, though. He's young. I know. He is young. <laughs> I know. Yes, there was, you know, he should not have given this information, but he's never, yeah. he may, I don't know if, if he has ever had to go through an interrogation. I mean, he's he just seems like he's very inexperienced, where I also feel that he has grown so much mm-hmm. as a person. Um, but yes, I really do respect their relationship. I love that he has this... Uh, maybe like a big brother, yeah. uncle fifth yes, figure. Yes, totally. That's exactly how I you see know, it, too. And I uh-huh. love that he's finally taken on the guidance because it almost seemed like he was just like, oh, I've got to take this kid. Right. You know, in the beginning, yeah. like, oh, what do you, you know. And yeah. he was just out there in the wilder yeah. doing his own thing. And, uh-huh. you know, he just felt sort of uprooted. But when he saw Carol and they knew, okay, I'm giving you a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Do this for me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'll do anything for, <laughs> for you, you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. You are I got family. Your back. Yes, yes, exactly. We are family. Yes. 
And with that said, Henry and Lydia have really seemed to connect this episode. Um, is Henry, you know, he relates to Lydia, which she seems so troubled. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Henry has been having a difficult time building relationships at his age in the apocalypse. Right. He yeah. has seen a lot, you know, with his brother's death mm-hmm. and him sort of revolting and being strong and trying to get the revenge and then he you know flash forward six years um the reason why he's in that jail cell in the beginning right he tried to go out and meet new friends and party yeah well that didn't work out because he's been imprisoned and (laughs) daryl had no problem leaving him there that's where you belong yeah learn your lesson so i'm wondering you know he feels that empathy with lydia and he's trying to be compassionate and i think that he sees something in her that he may have seen in himself and he wants to help her. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's always wanting to help people. Yeah, but there is a connection. And I think that their age has a lot to do with it, too. And I'm just wondering if he's just having a hard time with the age in the apocalypse. Yeah. You know, and he can find somebody that he can relate to, mm-hmm. even if it has to, you know, bring out her bad in order to show her the good, mm-hmm. you know, and with their explorations. Um, at Hilltop, which enlightened her view, her point of view, because she didn't believe that there could be change, you know, and they're trying to do something good. And she didn't see that because she was always told the opposite by her mother, Mm -hmm. being manipulated. And so I really think that it's, you know, an interesting relationship that they have, worm eating and all. I know. Yum. I'm like, oh, that's true friendship. I'm so not hungry. (laughs) anymore i know okay brooke let's talk about other things we noticed um i want to talk about negan uh traveling to the clearing yes which is where he killed glenn and abraham and this is so heartbreaking because it is a reminder of the horrific things he has done yep do you think he went there on purposely? Like how, I mean, was that his intention to go there? I'm wondering if it was familiar to him because he needed water to drink. You know, it's funny because when he threw up, I just figured, well, that's really weird. Why is he throwing up from the water? Oh. But I had read somewhere that it was because he was there. I mean, I didn't read into oh. that at that moment. Okay. But I just thought because... Um, I watched the Talking Dead. Greg Nicotero was there. He's, he uh, directed that episode. Right. Okay. Yeah. So when he had said on the Talking Dead that, um, you know, he wanted Negan to get sick from drinking the water. Oh, he did yes. specifically say that. I don't remember But I that. can't remember if he said that he was purposely there or if he just happened to stumble across the location and that's where he ended up getting sick. And then he just kind of like looked around like, oh. This is my back in my head smashing days. Yeah. You know, that that was so creepy to me and very I didn't realize it the first time I watched it. Okay. I didn't realize he was at the clearing. Yeah. I didn't did you? Yeah. Oh, see, I yeah. didn't. I had stopped and yeah. I was like, is that where, you know, that happened? And yeah. um, my little nine-year-old, shout out, Dominic. <laughs> you know, he's like, yes, mom, that's exactly <gasps> where that, he knew. Really? He yeah. remembered He remembered, too? yeah. That's amazing. Yes, yes. And so that was, that gave me chills. Mm-hmm. Just him getting sick and then realizing that's where he was. I'm like, yeah. oh, whoa. 
why are you there? You know, yeah, coincident. Just to remind him of yeah, his of what horrific he has past. done, and that is is a good reminder mm-hmm. to himself of yes, what he has. That whole done. episode to me was just a reminder of his vulnerability and just the horrific lifestyle that he wants his personality that he mm-hmm. had before. Mm-hmm. I mean, even going into the leather goods store yeah, and finding his jacket. But when he first got there, he cranked up that uh, flashlight and then he shined the light on the the statue, the uh, mannequins. Uh-huh. And the mannequins, did you notice that they were set up like that dead man's family? So the man who was shot, he shot him, he self-inflicted wound to his head uh-huh. and Negan's flashlight shines a light on him and then you look and there's um, two mannequins of children mm-hmm. and there's a mannequin of a what appeared maybe his wife so it's like he was trying to surround himself by his lost family mm. in that clothing goods I store didn't notice that no. yes that Ooh, was, you're so good you have such yeah. a good eye like, I'm gonna write this down well, but the, the it's t- funny because Walking Dead is so good about that it's not just okay here's scene let's just put this here there's a yes. purpose for the things that they have there right and the set design i mean mm-hmm. you know all this creativity coming together into one episode with that somber music going into that leather goods store mm-hmm. dusting off that jacket mm-hmm. finding you know just uh, his that uh what did he have like a, a replica of a bat mm. but it was a pipe a pipe yeah okay and he was carrying that around in that that was a real I thought that was a really good scene for Negan as well. Yeah. And him not killing any walkers in six years. Yeah. His first encounter with the yeah. walker coming up behind him in the uh, Volkswagen van. Yeah. Well, I was thinking to myself, he's realizing how good he had it with those four walls and a bedpan. I mean, if all the others lived, it was fine. Of course, if everybody died or something happened then he'd be trapped in that cell but as long as everybody was living that was actually a, a great place to have because oh, you yeah. didn't have to worry about walkers getting to you he did not you could sleep in yeah. peace yes and you were fed speaking of the four walls and the bedpan do you realize when he went to the sanctuary and he was moving things around he busted that wall he found mm-hmm. the motorcycle yeah. But during that time that he was revisiting the sanctuary, mm-hmm. he built four walls and he sat there. Did you see that? Did you notice that? And I was like, okay, he moved the lockers you're good. You're and good. like he did all these things and like yeah. he just blocked himself in. He just, well, yeah, he'd been used to that. You know, and he just sat there as yeah. like, can I do this? And I was almost like, what are you thinking while you're sitting there? You know, I really wanted to know what was going on in his mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Building those walls and then his friend. Big Rick or whatever, yeah, yeah. big whatever his name was, I forget. I Richie, Richie, yeah, yeah, you know, and just oh man, I thought that was such an introduction to who he is now. Yeah. You know, that just reminded me of I Am Legend. Oh, with Will Smith, love that movie. Actually, I love that movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. You yeah. know how he would talk to the mannequins mm-hmm. and call them by their names. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I love> it. <laughs> All right, so um, what other things did you notice? Well, with Alpha. Alpha is strong. She is dominating. You know, I could not tell where they were going with Lydia's uh, flashbacks and her backstory. Totally. But you know what? That is actually one of my most favorite 
films, the way that it's filmed is the flashbacks and bringing it back. And that's something that The Walking Dead hasn't done in a while, a backstory on somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was so refreshing to see day 23, emergency broadcast, mm-hmm. bam, bam, you yeah. know, all that commotion going on. Scarcity is just on the arise. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. And Alpha, at first, I'm like, oh, she's that's interesting. Like, the dad seems really aggressive. I know. It seemed funny to me. Even when he was saying, oh, I'm going to cut my beer because I'm tired of doing yeah. things. I noticed that it didn't seem right. right. I'm like, what? What's he talking about? Yeah. You know? And why are you so angry with your wife? Or Yeah, you know? it just seemed off. And so it was interesting how that really was false. Right. It was really her. Yeah. That Oh, it was abusive and changing, and yeah. And then it, it just it was things. it was still really um, weird how it was shot because you know she she was being portrayed as this tender loving mother, but then she goes and she yanks Matthias off the window, yeah, <laughs> like a rest, like you know some wrestling move and just slams him <laughs> to the ground and it's like her hair and her face just like the way that she looks so crazy and angry and that she was just so terrifying mm-hmm. you know at that time and yeah. then she just i don't know if she snapped his neck or whatever yeah. you know yeah but that was so oh cringy. she suffocated him i think was it he was okay, i know it was I'm hard so- to tell matthias come on i know you get up <laughs> i know like how do you woman. let this happen <laughs> that was but that was that was changing for lydia you know to see her mother go in that direction mm-hmm. and how scary that that was and, and then it, she kills her husband she kills her husband because well okay i'm sorry frank why do you want to stay why do you want to stay there's you know the first time they've ever seen somebody die and become a walker mm-hmm. you know right because they don't know at this point you're supposed to right. shoot them in the head because they haven't well that they that don't far. know that you just yeah. natural die of natural causes and then become right that's a walker. true that's true so yes. why do you want to stay there when everyone's yeah. dying in this you know basement and then so just just leave it's time to go i think mother was right alpha was right it's time to go uh and they i really think that she should have he should have left with them and why he would want to stay that doesn't make any sense to me why stay in that chaotic uh, basement you know when everything's going down obviously it's crazy so um oh i want to talk about Rosita. Yes. Eugene is trying to profess his love to her, and she runs out and vomits, and Sadiq goes to comfort her, and she tells him she is pregnant and implies it's when they were having fun. Yeah. Rosita. We didn't see this. Who was her first? Abraham. Yeah. Aiden. Who was... uh, So now it's Sadiq. And Father Gabriel. Dang. <laughs> hey, she's a hot commodity. She is. <laughs> she, she is so is. beautiful. She is. She yes. totally is. I, yeah, I could. But I didn't see that. I mean, only because they were showing her, although I don't really get her and Father Gabriel at all. Maybe they'll show a little more about that, but I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I could see Sadiq. <laughs> He's pretty, but I had, you know, he's a doctor, no know. you know. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's know, educated. Yeah, um, he's a nice looking guy. He's a nice person. Yes. You know, Rosita has gone through a lot in this. Oh, she has. Yeah. yeah. But she's pregnant. Yeah. That is amazing. 
Rosita is pregnant. I, I'm actually really excited. That's in the comic books, which I didn't know. Um, but I read that that was in the comic really? books. Yeah. So oh. that's why. But if we had read that ahead of time, we would have known this was coming, I guess. Although they don't follow the comic books they, strictly. They little, yeah, they have their own spin on yeah. things. But what is Father Gabriel going to think? What is he going to think? Well, Eugene is not happy overhearing right. it. He did overhear it. That's, oh, how sad. He was trying to confess I know. to her and their friendship has really built over these years. Obviously, he mm -hmm. really, he loves her. Yeah. And that's very special. But I think him knowing this now, I just wonder how he will adjust to that uh, life for her. Will he support mm -hmm. her right. decisions? Yeah. Is that going to make him jealous right yeah i know i have no idea where you that's never gonna know go. what's going to happen with yeah. eugene because yeah. uh, we've seen a couple different personalities mm -hmm. with him yeah before so i'm i'm really interested to see where this goes yeah. and what father gabriel will think yes it's crazy with magna i thought i really like her character mm -hmm. i'm very excited for her mm -hmm. i love her style i'm i'm you know at first i was like who is this lady yeah you know and why is she so uh, like controlling or you know just she really wanted to have more she needed more of an adjustment to the to the groups she needed to build that trust and now that she has it I really like her personality where yeah. she's coming out and she's very strong Magna is very you you're know, right you're right yeah okay but I like Yumiko she's got mm -hmm. the, the I do like her yeah she has that like very uh, native touch yes with the bow and arrow yes yeah. those tools are very cool or weapons uh -huh. are very cool and the way that she makes her bows with the bullet casing uh-huh that's what uh i forget who had mentioned oh it was luke luke had said she makes her arrows with the bullet casing so he oh. can spot that oh you know yes, he knew yeah. it was hers okay yeah but with magna sorry yeah, and magna. her knife throwing mm -hmm. oh my gosh that was so awesome i want to go and throw knives <laughs> Yeah. I want to. I want to practice this. I so. know. Uh -huh. Apparently, in the Talking Dead, she did say that she has been practicing and she's gotten quite good. Uh huh. So hey, I think I'm going to have to take up archery. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to take up <laughs> knife throwing. Yeah. And see if I can prepare myself for the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yes. I know. <laughs> you have to be well prepared. You do. Hey, Diana. Yes, Brooke. I have a question for you. Okay. Why do you love The Walking Dead? I love The Walking Dead because I still see Rick in the episodes. I see it with Judith and her honoring her dad, using his pistol and wearing his hat. Also, I see him in Daryl too. I think it's in the previews, but Daryl says to Alpha that he is not releasing Lydia and it totally reminds me of what Rick would say or do against the odds and what might save you at that moment, but you just don't give in. You stand for the ones that cannot fight, and that is why I love The Walking Dead. Awesome. Brooke? Yes, Diana? Why do you love The Walking Dead? I am loving The Walking Dead so much right now because there is an incredibly creepy new threat, and she is absolutely terrifying, and her name is Alpha. We don't know that what her group is up to. It is such an innovative experience that the walkers are displaying what seems to have been hypnotizing the walkers and some have some kind of mind control over them. How did they discover this? 
And that is why I love The Walking Dead. We are at this segment, and the award goes to Diana. Who was your favorite character quote or moment in these episodes? Well, I thought I was going to pick Daryl, but I picked Judith. I love when Negan swears and Judith says, language, I'm a kid, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brooke, who does your award go to? I actually picked Henry. I love that he has such sense of humanity when the last season he was such a young boy and it seemed like he wasn't afraid of revenge or anything coming towards him. He was always up for a fight. He is proud, patient, and courageous. He has potential to become a great leader someday. Awesome. Okay, so we are at the segment of what are you currently watching? But since it's the Oscars tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. And out of the eight nominated films, between the both of us, we have seen five of them. So let's start with Bohemian Rhapsody. It is my favorite because I love Queen and I love Rami Malek. He is so good. Maybe it's not the best film of the bunch critically, but it will be the one that I will watch over and over again. And I really hope that Rami wins Best Actor. He is amazing. Oh, I cannot wait to see that. I have not seen that yet, but I definitely look forward to it when it comes out on new release, HBO, whatever. I'm going to see it. I will watch it. And we both saw Black Klansman. Loved it. It was very good. So creative, original, loved it. And I love Spike Lee. I've been following him since I was a little girl. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Movies that I probably shouldn't have been watching (laughs) at that age. But I am so excited for Spike Lee going out Mm -hmm. for for this one. This one was an amazing, inspirational, I feel very inspirational uh, film done by him. And what a time in our lives to have this movie put out there. Yeah. I just love that it's based on true events. Yes. It was incredible. I watched it with my 18-year-old son, and we just stayed home, snuggled up together while the kids were in school, Uh and we enjoyed that movie. Yeah. It was was great. Yeah. I really liked it, too. And Black Panther, we've both seen that one, too. Saw it in the the first weekend of the release in the theater. Oh, you did? Yes. Yes, I didn't buy my tickets like everybody else did like a month prior. Uh I ended up buying them the Friday before the Sunday we went to go see it. And we got great seats. I took my parents. We loved that movie. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. The culture. It was a lot of people were empowered by this movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this win some awards tonight. It was one of my favorite Marvel superhero movies. Yes. It wasn't. Some of them are just too much of a formula. Okay. And I felt that this one wasn't. And this was I a really great, appreciated yes, that. This was a great story to tell. I love the music. Um, all the stars. Kendrick Lamar. That one, you know, that's that's a good one, oh, too. Yeah. I was going to say, no, I was just going to mention that Denai Guerrero was yes. in it from The Walking Dead. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> so it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. And so um, I saw A Star is Born. I haven't seen that yet. And as probably most people know, it's produced, directed, co-written, and starring Bradley Cooper. I mean, he wore mm. a lot of hats in this. Wow. And I really, really liked it a lot. You know, I 
I think I've mentioned it in a previous podcast that I really love the Streisand Christofferson one. That is really my favorite. So going in to watch it, I was like, okay, what's this going to be like? And it really is a different movie. And I really did appreciate it very much. And the song is nominated, Shallow, that Lady Gaga helped... Man. co-write and they're gonna perform it tonight oh i cannot wait we have it so, on our dvr ready to remind us the kids want to watch it we're all going to get down on the couch and enjoy this <laughs> yeah. oscar event yeah and uh roma let's Ooh. talk about roma now i know you just saw it last night so you're going to tell me it. your thoughts but i want to say this movie snuck up on me and i loved it i understand why so many people said it was a beautiful movie i, I will tell you uh, if you haven't watched it for me it started out like the first 10 minutes it was really slow but i was so absorbed by it and i truly appreciate and respect this film you know there's been a lot of talk on if it will win best movie because of it being a netflix release and because it may win best foreign film but i really hope that alfonso curon wins for best director and i they say, you know, it's a lock, but he his work is so amazing in this. I mean, he's phenomenal. Oh, you know, I didn't know what to expect with this movie. I just knew that it was on my um, to watch list on my Netflix account. And so I saved it. And I'm like, OK, when the time is right, I will. Mm-hmm. And you told me about it. And I decided what a better time to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so last night that I did, my oldest son, Gabriel, he's 18. He sat down and watched it with me. Oh, he did. I, yeah. I thought he was going to just kind of sit down for a few minutes and then wander off. Uh-huh. But he stayed the whole time. I got chills. Yes. <laughs> and you, you're right. It was beautiful. And I was there with you. I did not know what to expect, but did you cry? I was so sad. I was heartbroken. I don't think I did. I didn't cry, but yeah, it, it definitely, it warmed my heart. Yes, it. that's what it did. And I'm so glad to see a different uh, culture mm-hmm. in this uh, lifestyle. You mm-hmm. know, I, I have a lot of knowledge and uh, read a lot of books on african-american history and Mm -hmm. so this is something that is right up in my genre just in a different culture Mm -hmm. so i'm very interested in this and i absolutely love this movie Mm -hmm. i would love to see some awards for this movie as well so um let's talk about best animated film uh just the two that we've watched i watched isle of dogs and i thought it was so funny and cute and i would just love to see it win although i have heard rave reviews about the spider-man animated film i saw isle of dogs i just i didn't watch the entire thing and but i mean i'd still i still need to go back to it and finish it that was very cute i thought the humor was so dark but funny yeah uh and creative i love the animation you know it was just like it was just built with your hands and i love that like uh the movie kubo that was so well done and the uh behind the scenes was really great so i'd love to see the behind the scenes on isle of dog but spider-man into the spider-verse amazing one of my favorite movies ever oh really i left the theater with the family and my 18 year old gabriel he's we, we and i both agreed we said 
we want to watch it again as we were leaving the theater. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. The music, the culture, social justice. It is our time right now. Mm. And I am so happy to see this Spider-Man released and up for nomination. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, for Best Actress, I just wanted to bring up that I have not seen The Wife but I really want Glenn Close to win. I love Glenn Close. I, I think just from hearing her speeches, I'm like, I want to hear that again. But I do want to watch the film. And I also feel that this is due because she has done phenomenal work in the past. I also think the role is so important and relevant. You know, it's about a woman giving up her ambition for her husband and being invisible until she finds her voice. Mm. So it, I cannot wait to watch this. I've heard that the movie isn't the best, but that her performance is amazing. There are so many movies out there like that mm-hmm. that I just I'm 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 you know I'm going to take your word on that. I have not seen the trailer. I didn't even know this movie existed. I don't know where right. I've been under some well, rock. No, I didn't know it existed until I saw her win the Golden Globe. Okay, that's what brought it to my attention. Interesting. So yeah. I cannot wait to see this movie. I look forward to seeing her on the red carpet. Yeah. She is such a beautiful person, and I look forward to seeing just her at this point in her life, in her career. Mm-hmm. You know, up there. Yeah. I'd, go, Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, and I, the other film I just want to bring up is it's a short um, live action film, and it's called Skin. Uh, I saw this film at the San Jose International Short Film Festival and found it very affecting and disturbing because Mm. of the racism and uh, violence. But I am just so happy to see that people are watching it. Okay. So did you happen to watch a trailer on this? I'm going to put that on my queue as soon as I get a chance. I, I mean, this, you know, what you're describing is definitely right up my alley as well. So... And that's awesome. Maybe this year we can go to the Short Film Festival together. Yeah. <gasps> yes. yes. And take some pictures on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will do that. Here we that. come, yes. San Jose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, okay, so for Best Original Song, we, we just talked about that with Shallow. Uh, excited to see Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper sing. And, oh, back to... Um, a Star is Born. Sam Elliott is up for Best Supporting Actor in his role, and I hope he wins, okay. too. Awesome. Because he has had a long, illustrious career. Yes. And, you know. Well, now that we're talking about love yes. Sam Elliott. <laughs> Absolutely. But now that we're talking about Best Supporting Actor, I I love Adam Driver. Oh, yes. Clansman. Yes. He was so... He had me laughing out loud. I love his personality. He did a movie that I definitely recommend for you to see, too. It's um, Logan Lucky. Oh, okay. That one was good. And you'll see his personality uh-huh. in that one. And you just tell me what you think. Okay. I won't tell you what it's about because I didn't know what it's about. That's I love going into I a movie that. not knowing what it's about. Okay. I want to be surprised. Is it on Netflix or something? Or that do one I have you to... can see on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Yes. All so right. check that out. Go, Adam Driver. I'm rooting for you. And then you also appreciate another song in this category. It is All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar. And that, I watched the music video many times. It is beautiful. It is cultural. There is so many African influence. And that song just takes me back to last year 
when my oldest son was still in high school and just driving him around, getting him here and there, taking him to his prom. That song just really has an impact in my mm. life. I love and that. And it's loving. It's it's an uplifting song. And it, it's, so, it's a song that will not go away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that song that will always be good. That's so awesome. I look forward to that. So that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We'll be uploading our episodes bi-weekly. Next one will be released Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. Next show will be on The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 11 and 12. You can find our blog listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.